Welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. I am your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. I'm so glad you've joined us today. It's been a couple of weeks since our last episode, and in this episode, I am calling this episode, this one, the one you're listening to right now, I'm calling it Checking My Motives. I'm thankful that you've tuned in. We're going to get started right here on the Darren Sargent Show. Over the last several years, I have made it a point to dive a little bit deeper into the subject of leadership. I've become interested in this arena, well, for several years of my life, but the last two or three, it has been something that has kind of consumed me. I have become certified in an arena of leadership. I have studied and provided resources myself, but I have consumed a lot of resources because I think leadership is vital to survival. Now, the Apostle Paul, who most of us know of, he wrote the majority of the New Testament. If you're not familiar with the Apostle Paul, do yourself a favor, grab yourself a Bible and start reading some of the epistles that he wrote. Epistles are basically just letters that he wrote to the churches during his time upon this planet. But in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, the Apostle Paul said something interesting. He said, examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. Test yourselves. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is among you. If not, you have failed the test of genuine faith. That's a powerful scripture that we're going to unpack a little bit here on this episode. Now, as a leader, I've had the privilege to speak to leadership teams and staffs and groups of people, and it's been an honor, and I enjoy doing that, continue to do that, and desire to do that. But as a leader, I have to first of all recognize that I have the responsibility before talking to anyone else, before speaking to any other group, I have the responsibility of examining my life through the scope of God's word. Now, it's very easy to measure our success according to someone else's standards of measurement instead of the word of God. And Paul, again, in his writings to Timothy and even to Titus, he dealt with this concept on a almost on a consistent basis. He said in 1 Timothy 4.16, he said, keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. So what that, what that is telling me is I must constantly be checking my motives. I must constantly be looking at my direction and my heart and my relationships and my private and my public life to make sure that they are in, in alignment with each other. Paul seems to be the apostle of the heart in this regard as he again deals with our private and our public lives being in agreement when he states in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, I discipline my body like an athlete training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I, I myself might be disqualified. We, we have a tendency, unfortunately, to elevate people based on talent and ability instead of character. And you've heard me say it before on this show, we can only go as high 
as our character is deep. So there has got to be this constant checking in on your motives and your attitude and your heart and these things that are important. Now, I'm just going to give you a little insight. This this is me. I'm talking to me. So if you can apply this, that's great. If not, just hope you enjoy your drive or wherever you're going and you can fill your time with, with this content. But hopefully it'll apply to you. I carry around with myself, with myself, I don't, there's only one of me, with myself, and I'm, I'm not even all there. I'm, I've got three quarters. Never mind. That's another joke for another day. But I, I carry around with myself three concerns as a leader. The first one is this, that my leadership and ministry career might somehow substitute for my personal relationship with God. That's a concern. I don't want that to happen. The truth is we, we all do leadership work, and sometimes the work we do in ministry and churches and leadership is not necessarily conducive to staying fresh in our, in our walk with God. There are a lot of things that distract us from the things that truly matter and keep us sharp. I have another concern, and it's this, that my leadership might be crippled by distortions I don't recognize. For example, maybe a controlling tendency or an insecurity or a personal fear that, that binds me. I have to make sure that I am not living my life or acting out my leadership and not seeing it for what it is. I, I got to be careful. It's not crippled by distortions. And the third concern I have as a leader is that I might succeed in things that don't actually matter. When I lay down to sleep, I need to be asking myself, what did I do today that was worth Christ dying for? I don't want to climb any ladder only to find that it's been leaning against the wrong wall. Now, this is, this is common to everyone that's listening. We're living in an age of intense pressure. And the pressure is there to perform, to act as if we have all the answers. The pressure's there to sometimes maybe even take shortcuts along the path to what God may be asking you to build in your lives or your ministry or your church or wherever you are leading, whatever area you're leading in. So as I look at the, the world today, I look at the church, I look at leadership, I look at ministry there are three additional things that concern me. And this is, I'm not trying to make this a, a negative podcast episode today. I just want you to hear me because these are thoughts that I've been thinking and I've actually taught these recently to a group of leaders. But there's a concern that we will professionalize the ministry. Now, I, I believe in doing things well, but the ministry and leadership is more than a profession. It's more than a career it's a calling, and we have, to, we have to remember that. Another concern I have is that we will institutionalize the church. It's not just an organization to be tweaked by a bunch of engineers. The church, ministry, leadership is dynamic, and it's organic, and it needs to, it, let, let's do everything we can to make sure that we're doing things right, but at the end of the day, let's make sure we have a dynamic we, we, we operate in a dynamic ministry and leadership and understand that it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by his spirit. The third area that concerns me is that we will secularize our theology. Now, I'm in favor of, 
of being friendly and understandable to to guests to presenting things right but if that means that i have to adjust my theology to suit the culture to fit the culture then i think we're on a dead end track there will always be a certain amount of tension in the gospel message that cannot be erased paul called it the offense of the cross it's un it's unavoidable it you're going to preach, you're going to teach, you're going to lead in, an, in a way that is gospel-centric and it's not going to jive with the culture. Now, Bobby Jones worked on his swing, not his score. That is how Bobby Jones was a famous golfer. That is how he became the best golfer of his generation. As a leader, I, I've got to work on my swing. If I can work on my swing, the score will take care of itself. I fear sometimes we work more on the score than the swing because the score gets noticed. No one pays attention to the time you take to work on the swing. No one notices the hours of sacrifice and prayer and and study and working on perfecting the swing. The work of God deserves no less than the best that you and I can give it. This is a high calling. This is an incredible privilege. In evaluating my effectiveness as a leader, what if I measured my, myself by standards that told the real truth? For example, am I passionate about holding true to my original calling? Am I regularly doing acts of practical service? What's the honest state of my competence in leadership? How good am I at casting vision, bringing about necessary change? How true am I to the word of God and what it is asking of me in this hour. Recently, I had the privilege of being with a man that uh, I have for years admired, I've looked up to, I've looked at as a leader in the faith. It's a man by the name of Wayne Huntley, and I was able to preach in the church that he raised up, now the bishop of, and I was honored and I had been waiting to tell a story about Wayne Huntley for years and just waited for the right opportunity and with us being there uh, recently and speaking for him this opportunity came up and um, I was probably 15 or 16 years of age it was 1984 85 somewhere around there I uh, grew up in Idaho as many of you know and in the spring, we would always take, our youth group would always take a trip down to the Western District Youth Convention in Bakersfield, California. And I'll never forget, Wayne Huntley was the speaker the year that we were there, one of the years that we were there. And and I thought I was too cool for school. And, you know, he was preaching and calling for people to come to the altar and all of that. And I was just kind of staying, staying there and not moving and you know and just just kind of I'll be honest with you I was going through a rough rough time in my teenage years and and I thought I don't need to go down there but he kept he kept pulling and pulling pulling for people to come down it was one of those services where there was a time of dedication and and seeking after God of the call of God and and I remember my heart being pulled but I was just being stubborn Till finally he got to the microphone. He says, there's a young man here that God is reaching for right now, and you're pushing against it. You need to come to this altar. And I knew he was talking about me. 
And I stepped out and had a dynamic experience with God that day that has forever marked my life. And his ministry, his leadership was reminded again of it recently while being with him. He has chosen to pour himself into this next generation. All of us have a purpose. All of us have a calling. All of us can do something but we cannot allow ourselves to take shortcuts. We have to check our motives. I want to be as effective as I can be. I want to be able to step in front of people and crowds and different places and have the best impact that I can make, even at the cost of being made fun of. I got friends make fun of my podcast. You're listening, but you make fun. And I just laugh at you. I really don't care. Just kidding. Well, not really. I want to make a difference. And if one person listens to this podcast and it changes their life, that's good enough for me. Let's check our motives to make sure we are still able to be effective. We are called to impact our world. We are called to make a difference. So let's check our motives and let's keep marching on. There's a lot of work to be done. Great things are ahead. Have an awesome day. And remember, check your motives. Peace out.